Did you know that it's possible to raise your littles to want to listen to you without the use of consequences, rewards, and bribes? Hi, I'm Kaylee Zeyer, and this is the Chaos to Connected podcast, where we discuss simple yet effective parenting strategies to manage those pesky behaviors we go to bed at night hoping will be gone tomorrow. We're going to stand up to societal norms of disconnection, shaming, and punishments so we can take a deeper look into our child's heart. It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Hey, and welcome to the Casta Connected Podcast. Today, I am going to be talking about the concept of sharing, and more specifically, forced sharing. <laughs> And I want to first read you this quote I started reading. I'm trying to read more because I love to read, but it's easy to get distracted away from reading. So anyways, I started reading this book called Punished by Rewards, and I wanted to share this quote with you because it stood out to me, and I think it's not specifically about the topic we're talking about, but I think it fits. So it goes like this. What concerns me is the practice of using these things as rewards to take what people want or need and offer it on a contingent basis in order to control how they act. This is where our trouble lies. So again, we aren't specifically talking about rewards here, but I think it's really fitting and I'm going to get into why in a second. So first, I want you to envision a time when you were with your child or your kids and maybe you had some other friends or family over that had children about the same age as yours. They were playing and suddenly your child didn't want to give a certain toy to the visiting child. So I want you to just picture that and then think about what your natural response is. I'm guessing it's to tell your child to share the toy with the other child. Whether it's right away or you use a timer or some other kind of strategy, we have truly been conditioned that sharing is caring. And while sharing is definitely caring, I think that forced sharing isn't teaching our children any of the things we are hoping for when we're trying to teach the act of sharing. So in the above quote, it says, quote, to take what people want or need and offer it on a contingent basis in order to control how they act, end quote. I think that is exactly what we're trying to do when we are requiring our kids to share. We are trying to control how our child acts, but we're also trying to control the response of the other child and maybe like judgment from the other parent, like why can't your child share sort of a thing. And frankly, I think that is more often what we are concerned about. But I want you to think about this. When has another adult ever walked over to you and said you had to share that donut that you just bought yourself that you were just about to eat? Or to give your coworker a turn with your new iPhone because they just wanted one and they don't have one. So they just want to turn on yours. We would never, ever do that. So why are we using that way of training to try and get our kids to share? So much of this connected parenting is bringing awareness to what we are actually doing and why. Are you doing and saying certain things because you've thought about it and that's the conscious decision you've made? Or are you simply just going along with how it's always been done? Because so much of our decision making 
80 to 90% is subconscious because our brain wants to help us out, right? We have thousands upon thousands of decisions to make each day. And the more our brain can make things into habit, the easier it is on us. The problem is, is that our habits around our parenting choices are often things that have been we've been conditioned by society to think is the right thing to do and we haven't actually even consciously thought about the choice that we're making and the things that we're saying and doing and when we take a step back and consciously think about these issues and what we're doing about it that is the point and if you think about it and you're like no i i truly believe that this is the right thing go for it but I really want you to get to a place where you are challenging the subconscious thoughts, the subconscious actions that we have surrounding behavior and our views on it and our views on some of the things like sharing, for example. So with that being said, I wanted to share what I do instead because I think it has worked really well. And if you're like, this sounds good, I don't want to do forced sharing, but like, how do you actually get your child to share then? And I would say, number one, the key is modeling. That is how our children learn the best and the most at these ages. And so model it. If you, if your child wants something and they ask for it, instead of being like, no, I'm using it, share it with them. Provide opportunity to show them how you are sharing what you have. And then the second way is, so if I have two boys, a five and a half year old and a two and a half year old, and as you can imagine, the two and a half year old wants everything the five and a half year old has, and the five and a half year old doesn't want to give anything to the two and a half year old. So we ha- we come across this a lot. There's been a lot of practice with this over the last year or two. Anyway, so... If a child wants something the other child has, I prompt them to ask for it. And then if the child is not done, I prompt him to say, I'll give it to you when I'm done. And I think this is really important because we would never expect to go up to another adult, ask for what they have, and if they're in the middle of using it and for them to be like, oh, sure, here you go, have it. Now, that might happen every now and then, depending on what it is, but for the most part, if somebody's in the middle of doing something with the thing we want, they're probably going to say, oh yeah, sure, you can have this, but just let me finish up this task that I'm doing. So that's exactly what I'm doing with my kids, teaching them if they're done or they don't want it or they just feel like, oh, this other child wants it and I just feel like sharing, great. There's nothing wrong with that, obviously. But I'm not forcing them to make that decision immediately. And so many times that I've done this, almost immediately when the child realizes they don't have to just give it up, they are so much more willing to be done with it and hand it to the other child just because it's their choice. They're in control of it. It is also helping the other child learn to be patient, that they can't get what they want right when they want it. Is that a problem in your home? Does your child demand something and assume that they should get it immediately? Maybe it's time to take a harder look on some of the patterning that we have around sharing. Because if we're automatically saying, oh, they want a turn, you have to give them a turn, 
pretty much immediately, that's teaching them they get what they want right away and that's what they should expect. So it's a great way to help teach patients. And then I think one more thing is that it can also give an opportunity for the other child that can't have the toy right away to release stored up hurts around this topic or others when they don't receive exactly what they wanted when they wanted it. It can be a catalyst that allows feelings to come up and be processed, and afterwards, you'll notice a huge increase in the child's ability to problem solve and reason and demonstrate impulse control, so they can actually wait until this other child is done with the toy and brings it over and says, okay, I'm done. Now it's your turn. And so I just want to encourage you, again, like always, just give you another perspective, and I think that's truly one of the main goals of this podcast is that like I mentioned before, so often we're conditioned by the way, you know, maybe we were patterned when we were growing up, whether it's from our parents or other people that kind of spoke into our lives. And honestly, just the societal norms that we have, it's common for people to teach, to just hand it over. But I just don't think that's reality. And so my goal for you is that you will take these different subjects and you will Bring them forward to your conscious, working, thinking brain and really think about what is behind the immediate feeling that you have to get your child to share. Because I think a lot of times it's judgment from other people like, oh, your child doesn't know how to share. Oh, what are you doing wrong? Because your kid won't share with mine, that sort of thing. And then we also just want our kids to share. And I think where we're missing the mark is expecting them to do something that developmentally they don't quite understand and then forcing them to do it out of their will so they don't have any control and then the next time this child comes over they're going to be like I have to hoard all these toys and or hide them or have <laughs> like big big feelings about it because I don't know if I'm going to actually be able to play with these toys that I love because once this kid if he sees that I have this one and he wants it you know, my mom's just going to make me give it to him. And so we're kind of creating this cycle, this patterning that makes it even harder for your child to share, not easier. So by giving them some of the control and saying, you know, well, just say when you're ready I'll, or when I'm done, I will give it to you. Then they can actually choose what they want to do. And more often than not, your child will probably actually choose to share immediately when they aren't forced to do so. So give that a thought. Think it over. Next time your child is in a situation where another child wants what they have or or vice versa, your child wants what another child has, just think about, bring awareness to what comes up for you. What feelings come up for you? Do you get like nervous, anxious? Do you wonder what you should be doing? Are you panicky? Like how, <laughs> how am I going to handle this? Or what if my child has a meltdown? What if the other child has a meltdown? Just become aware of some of those things and then make a conscious decision of what to do next. All right. I will talk to you guys next week. Real quick, before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories, and tag me, at Kaylee Josire, and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget, God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. 
now go get connected. I'll see you next week.